Welcome to the True Spirituality with Ange podcast. I'm here to bring you a version of spirituality that will uplift you, inspire you, and make you feel good. Your belief system does not matter. Everyone is welcome. And along the way, I hope I will help you to build your own spiritual blueprint that will make you feel 100% good about yourself. This is what I have done for myself, thanks to my intuition. So come along for the ride and let's light up the world. You don't need to be religious or even to believe in God. This is an inclusive and diverse space. Let's do this. This week's episode is about prayer. Um, but before we get into the meat of the subject, I have a special announcement. I have mentioned before um, that I have a series of courses, specifically uh, the free True Spirituality Summit on Thinkific. Um, so it's the spirituallawyer.thinkific.com. But I've been updating all my courses um, and all of them are up except for one, uh, which I'm working on at the moment, which is called Energy Intelligence for Sensitive Entrepreneur Entrepreneurs. Sorry, And I will be uploading this before the next episode. So I encourage you to go and have a quick look. Um, the, the framework that I use to work with clients is called the EPIC framework. And the four letters stand for E for energy, P for prosperity, I for intuition, and C, I call it the triple C, which is courage, clarity, and confidence. And this is actually an overall mindset um, module. So these are the four aspects that I help people with um, to build the foundations of whatever they want to do in terms of whether it's career, whether it's business, um, or maybe a personal achievement. And um, all of the epic topics I covered, is except for the 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 e for energy so this energy intelligence for sensitive entrepreneurs course is very exciting to me i actually run it i think for the first time in 2020 during the pandemic but it's loosely based on uh, the reiki teachings i'm a reiki master and i think everybody who is sensitive and who has considered this as a burden uh, or a weakness uh, should be looking at this course because it really transforms it from a weakness to a strength. So I'm excited about it. It's not just there yet, but I wanted you to to know ahead of time so that you know that it's coming. I, I think I've mentioned on the podcast last week that I've closed down my Facebook group. So the only way now to be in touch with me, if you want to want to have that, that um, um, well, other than working with me, obviously, uh, in which case you can go on my website, uh, www.theintuitiverevolution.co.uk um, and check what are the options at the moment. But if not, um, my web, my newsletter is a really good way to know what's happening in my world, not to miss a piece of, of, of content. Because, for example, I do this podcast, but I'm also an author for the Taoist online on Medium. Uh, and of course, I have a page and I'm planning to do live readings on my profile on Facebook every Wednesday at about 1 p.m. Because this is the time that works the best for all three main time zones that I cater for. I have clients from um, 
America, um, Canada, I have clients in Australia and I have clients in Europe. So that's the time that sort of fits everyone the best. Um, and so we, I will be starting hopefully this week, if not next week, uh, doing live readings. So how this will look is I will be using either one of my two decks or my favorite tarot deck. And I'll have first a very general reading about the energy of the week, uh, what to expect midweek, because I feel that on Monday we're all full of, you know, excitement and energy. But by Wednesday, we need that little pickup. So I'm really excited to start doing that. I used to do those on my Facebook page. Sadly, uh, a lot of spammers use this to message my friends. So I'm not doing that on my page anymore. And then, of course, I used to do it in my group, but my group is now closed. So that was my little announcement. Actually, there were two announcements. Also, if you sign up for my newsletter, you will receive uh, a link every week. I want to give away. Um, one, sorry, three 15 minutes readings. So you get an idea. So how it will go is you'll ask me one question. I'll pu pull one card uh, from either of the three decks that I mentioned. And then I give you, I tune into your Akashic Records, which is uh, the energy of your book of life or the book of life of your business, if you want me to do a business reading. And you get a taste of what it's like to work with me. Um, these are normally charged £90 for 15 minutes. So, you know, it's it's something that I give away uh, with great pleasure, but that, that has value. Um, so if you book, uh, please make sure you're respectful of my time. Uh, but as I said, uh, the only people who will receive this link to book are the people who sign up for the newsletter. So check the show notes in the app that you're listening to this with or go and check the show notes on my website theintuitiverevolution.co.uk forward slash podcast fantastic now let's get started with what we're doing today talking about prayer and even though i'm not a scientist i like to have a bit of a scientific approach to things in the sense that um I, I want to present to you grounded spirituality. And in order to uh, espouse or explore grounded spirituality, we have to steer away from beliefs that cannot be proven. Now, of course, there's some of the things that I'm going to share are anecdotal, but at least they've happened. They're not complete um, theory or belief that I plucked out of nowhere or that I drew from a religious text but actually it has no personal experience for me or no personal resonance okay i think that's really really important to do so on medium this uh, on sunday i published an article asking if it's possible to have a non-denominational um prayer so I, I find it really hard to pronounce that word which means non-religious basically and i think it has its place in true spirituality uh there's a way to do it and I'm going to explain to you a little bit how to do that. And after that, we'll look into the energetic side of things, because um, as I am a Reiki master and I've studied energy for quite a long time, I actually understand why it is that prayer could work. I'm not saying it necessarily works all the time. And, and we'll look into that as well. But first, um, I want to make very clear that there has been no scientific proof that prayer has any measurable effect on the health of the person who's being prayed for, okay? Even though this has been studied on and off 
at least since 1872. Now, most of the studies were financed by or, or, or sponsored by religious organizations, uh, but there were a lot of flaws in the studies that were made in terms of self-selection, selection bias, and various other flaws. Now, I'm not a scientist. I've never conducted a study, so I wouldn't know what's needed and what's wrong. But this is the information that I gathered from my research. Um, and so I, I would not feel comfortable telling you that prayer works from a scientific point of view. OK, um, and of course, the problem is and it's going to be a problem for a lot of the things we discuss on this podcast is that um, the scientific community uh, would not fund these studies anyway because it lacks biological plausibility. Okay, so we're left in this field where the research hasn't been done, and then on the other side, you have all the religious group who, uh, groups who make um, that make incredible claims, um, pulling literally it out of their hats. And we in the middle want to find um, a, a good measure or a middle road where we understand it's not scientifically proven, but at the same time, we want to try it and experiment with it and see how it works, which is exactly what I did on my journey, uh, my spiritual journey. So that's why I'm so excited to share about it with you today. Okay. So I will share some firsthand anecdotal um, well, evidence in a way. And, and then we'll talk about the process and what I understand as a clinical hypnotherapist, because um, there is definitely some um, positive effects that have been associated with prayer, but more from the ritual point of view. So any rituals that we uh, create for ourselves always have a measure of positive impact on our anxiety because they reduced a little bit um, the feeling of being out of control or it, it helps us deal with the unknown. So from that point of view, it already has some sort of benefit for our mind, um, for, for our well-being. Okay. Now, before we go into that, I really want to talk about uh, with you the fact that magical thinking can be very, very dangerous. And I'm all about magic. I love bringing more magic into our lives. But we need to toe the line between um, believing maybe in a higher power, believing in the benevolence of the universe, uh, and, and not tipping into um, magical um, delusional thinking. I think that's what I'm... So the, one of the reasons why I'm particularly... Um, keen on doing that you, you know already that one of my friends ended up in a cult and we have to be careful about that but I've been watching a program called Manifest that I've really enjoyed um, it's a tv series uh, about this airplane that goes missing for five years and then comes back and the passengers have these callings which look a lot like clairvoyance to me or clairaudience which is kind of interesting and they have no clue how to deal with them uh, or and they find it very very confusing and probably most people when they start having these experiences usually their children or people who are born psychic because um psychic abilities are not given to everyone even though i did tell you last week that in, everybody's intuitive not everybody's psychic so not every not a lot of people see or hear things uh, as clearly as psychics do so in Manifests, which I encourage you to watch because it's kind of fun and it's uh, there's a bit of drama as well. But um, And there's one character called Angelina 
who believes that um, Ben Stone and Grace Stone's daughter is her guardian angel. So um, she sets fire. She's supposed to babysit the baby and she sets fire to the bedroom by mistakes to start with. But she then relies on the baby to save her because she thinks if if she if the baby's a guardian angel, then the fire is not going to touch her, which is complete um, rubbish. Of course, the whole bedroom sets on fire. Then the parents turn up and they're incensed i think it's actually only the mum. i don't think ben's around and she kicks angelina out of her house and then um or he she tries to and then angelina actually kills her and kidnaps the baby and um all sorts of horrible things happen but you can see that sometimes if we believe that uh we're protected we're chosen uh, I, I don't like these words myself because I, I don't. We're all chosen, or nobody's chosen. There's no one who's superior to someone else on any circumstances. But that can that can push us to do things. Um, maybe some risk taking taking on a level that's not reasonable. Um, and I really, really want you to keep your feet on the ground. It is easy when you're on a spiritual journey, especially if you have maybe one or two experiences that are out of the ordinary, that it goes to your head. And um, I don't want you to do that, okay? You would be making some some serious bad, bad decisions if you did. So um, I want to say the whole thing about um, that we're talking about today, prayer, is an addition to our lives. It's not a reason to bypass uh, leading uh, leading responsible lives or making responsible decisions. Uh, and I, I and I guess this ties into the fact that I believe in grounded spirituality um, and, and not the kind of fanatic or um, delusional. Okay. Now, I do want to share something that happened to me when I prayed. It's going to seem a little bit vain to you, and it seemed vain to me too, the reason I, the thing I prayed about, but actually it had a massive effect on me, and I was, I was sinking. I was feeling very, very depressed. Uh, but before I share this event, um, to give you an idea of how prayer, prayers can be answered, okay, Um I want to define what prayer is. And when I did a research online, it says a solemn um, that prayer is a solemn request for, for help addressed to God or another deity. I disagree with this definition, even though that's the definition I'm starting with, because I don't actually believe that you need to believe in God or address it to God in order for it to be a prayer. For me, it's very important to include non-religious people to the spiritual world, um, to, to this debate and this, this space that I'm creating around true spirituality. So my definition is a request for help addressed to something bigger than us. Okay, So we don't actually have to believe that there's something bigger than us for it to work. And we definitely don't have to believe in God. So that gives a, a lot more flexibility and openness for people who are maybe still sitting on the fence, skeptical. Um, maybe they've had religious trauma. They don't want to get into this anymore. But I want you to still have um, to know that you, there's still a space for you to play with, um, with things that are a little bit outside of science and more into, you know, faith, philosophy, um, And believing in something or, or, or trying or, or, or leaning into um, believing into something bigger than us. Okay. 
and and I understand why some people would be incredibly reluctant to 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 want to explore God or, or or religious prayer because sadly a lot of religions have um, a lot of people have have committed atrocities in the name of God, and and it's only on only was. Um, two weeks i think it was two weeks ago that the hamas um killed um civilians in israel um creating um an uproar and 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 real shock in the world um in in the name of religion um it happens all the time and of course christianity has killed for centuries um in the name of god uh and in the because they believed that it was their their God was the only God and Jesus was the only Savior. And I still saw it last last um last week. I saw um Jesus is the way written as a graffiti on the wall. I'm like, well, it is one way for some people. It is definitely not the only way. Right. So how do we do it? So we don't want to tip into superstition or fanatism. Uh, and superstition, just for the definition, I love my definitions, is excessively credulous belief in and reverence for the supernatural. We don't want to tip into that either. We want to stay grounded and have a, an open mind and experiment and see what happens. Okay. So we can't conclude anything from one thing happening, but we want to keep trying and see see what happens. Now, personally, I don't think you need to use any fancy words. You don't need to repeat a formula. You don't need to say it three times. You don't need to invoke God or archangels. Um, just ask for help. Okay. For me, it's a prayer. A prayer is is asking for help, and um, you can do it in the simplest possible way. Now, if you want to add some ritual to it, if you want a candle, if you want to write it on a beautiful piece of paper, fine, do that if that makes you happy. This is not necessary, but we've just mentioned how rituals can also be beneficial for our well-being. So, you know, knock yourself out if you want to. Now, before we ask for help, we have to be willing to accept help. And although this might seem bizarre to you, um, accepting help is actually not as easy as it sounds okay i know personally i was a very independent woman in my 20s 30s i didn't want help at all i wanted to do everything on my own i didn't want to owe anything to anyone and part of it was because my parents always did things with strings attached and a lot of people that i knew actually around me and i really didn't like the feeling that i would owe anyone anything as you might have guessed, I'm passionate about promoting true spirituality in all areas of life, which is why I created the True Spirituality Summit in July 2023. Seven amazing speakers joined me to talk about true spirituality within relationships, creativity, health, money, self-love, parenting, and trauma and healing. The summit is free, so why don't you check it out on the Thinkific platform? I am the spiritual lawyer there, and the URL is https column two forward slash spiritual lawyer in one word dot thinkific.com.
Now, part of it was for, because I was around the wrong people, because not everybody gives with strings attached. So just in case you're surrounded by people who are manipulative, um, uh, don't worry. Uh, you can also make new friends and new uh, acquaintances that don't follow this pattern. Um, but just look into how this might have impacted you um, in your search for help and um and if you if you need to do a bit of work around that mindset work, then do it, please. Okay. Um, so yeah, for me, I said no to help, and and you know you can notice that in yourself. If suppose you go out for coffee with a friend and they offer to pay for your coffee, if you always say no, pay attention to that. But that because that means on some level you're saying no to help from the universe generally, and you could see a pattern. So catch yourself in the act and perhaps um, accept coffee once in a while. Same for compliments. People pay you compliments. You know, there's a lot of deflecting of uh, compliments by people who are um, super independent. Um, that's not a good thing. So look at how willing you are to accept help, how graceful you accept help, how thankful you are uh, for help. But also be aware uh, when you give or when you receive, that it's actually quite rare that people give you exactly what you want. So it's there's an exchange that needs to happen where you need to ask first the person, what do they really want? And then, of course, we can go into the fact that people sometimes ask for what they want, but that's not what they need. So um, in a way, in the prayer um, department, that can lead to results that are going to be slightly different to what you expected, okay? Um, right. So luckily, um, the big U, as I like to call it, does not give with strings attached. So if you were going to ask for help with a specific problem, let's say maybe you're looking for a job and you'd like to have a bit of help to find that job because maybe someone's told you that the economy is so bad and there's not that many jobs around and you're worried about not finding a job. So let's say you say, please, um, I'm going to assume that you're going to say universe um, because it's the probably the most neutral way to address uh, a bigger form of intelligence help me find uh, the right job for me in the right time and then you need to wait okay so um i'm going to mention very very briefly abraham hicks because they're um spiritual teachers that have um helped me understand a lot better what spirituality is about than I ever did in, in church. And they have a book that's called Ask and It Is Given, which actually, by the way, took me years to go past chapter one because for me it was so alien to my way of thinking because I'd been raised a Catholic in a way, a very, very different way of looking at things in general. But Abraham Hicks says, the moment you ask for help, the help is on its way. And they insist that actually step number, there's three steps to, to receiving the help. The first is to ask for the help. The second is the universe is gathering all the cooperative component for you to receive the help. Number three is to actually allow for the help to come. So it's a very, very important step, which is why I kind of rabbited on about it a little bit uh, before we got to this stage. Okay. When it comes, you have to let go of what the help might look like. Right. And then you also have to make sure that you thank 
whoever or whatever is sending help to you. This is very, very important because I think even though we're not looking at strings here, the more grateful you are for the help in small and big ways, uh, not just the big, big, big help, uh, the easier or the more we're going to call in uh, further help to us um, from that place of gratitude, okay? And besides, gratitude is good for your mindset and your well-being anyway. It's one of the practices that's almost universally uh, recommended in order to feel happier in life, okay? Um, so we, God is not human. Uh, if ever people knew who God was, but I don't believe God can be human. Uh, but but yet the God that most people have created through religion very feels like a, an angry dad <laughs> or grandfather. Um, that's definitely the case for Catholicism. And it's always made me laugh. Even uh, when I was watching the series Lucifer, which is very, very entertaining. Um, all the angels, they reacted like angry humans. It didn't make sense to me. So anyway, so we don't have to bargain with with them. I'm going to say them to encompass. You know, we're going to do that gender thing. Uh, God is not feminine or masculine. It's a them, they. Um, don't bargain with them. You don't have to ask for, you don't have to promise something in return. You know, people who pray for the health of their loved ones, for example, maybe they have a son or a daughter who's injured. And I understand this is very distressing. Traditionally, they would say, I would do anything for my son to be healthier. I will pledge $10,000 to whatever charity. Um, the universe doesn't care that you pledge anything in return. All you have to do is ask. Um, but what's really important as well, and we're getting into the esoterics here, is that you need to believe that you can receive the thing that you're asking for. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Okay. So a little bit of a explanation on how to pray, who to pray to, when to pray, and then I'll share my, my story. And then I'll share with you what I believe, how how and why it works from an energetic perspective. Um, so how to pray. Sorry, I had a bit of an accent here. Uh, my, my French is coming through. How to pray. Just say help and then say what you want help with. Now, don't ask for an outcome because you don't know what the best solution is. Your mind is limited in its, in its thinking and it doesn't know exactly what's the best way to resolve the issue. So don't ask for an outcome. And in a way, I wanna mention here, I have a, a prayer group on Facebook. Uh, so I still have a group, even though I don't have my true spirituality with Ange anymore. It's called the Sacred Heart Prayer Group. And in there, the only thing we do is we write the name of the person and we say that we place that person in the sacred heart. We never ask for an outcome. I had to actually kick people out of my group and people were really angry at me because they didn't like these boundaries. They wanted to beg. They wanted to describe the situation in the most detail, uh, gory details even sometimes, so that people would feel compelled to send their prayers. No, we're not manipulating here. So all we need to do, and sometimes not even the name, you know who you're going to put in the sacred heart. And why the sacred heart? It's because for me, the sacred heart is it's not even religious. It's the heart of the universe. It's the loving place of the universe. And that's how I suppose I suggest you can pray. Obviously, 
do it the way you want. If you have a religious prayer that you love, use the religious prayer. Just don't attach an outcome to it. And also be polite, you know, say please. <laughs> Who do you pray to? So I'm going to list a lot of different things that you can call that bigger thing than us. Of course, it can be God, infinite intelligence, source, a high power, life. Um, I call it the big you because I think it's kind of fun and a bit uh, irrespectful. And I don't see any reason why I should um, be respectful to the universe other than in awe of what's happening in it. But that's, you know, that's a given. Um, so it's whoever the fuck is in charge. I'm sorry for swearing, but I think someone has to say it because there's no need to be all, oh my God, what could I use? What words? It's not spiritual, whatever. No, getting hung up on words is not helpful here. What we want is to more um, focus on the intent, okay? Now, this is something I didn't have in my notes, but please do not pray for someone to be hurt or for someone else to be harmed or for some sort of disaster to happen on them. Uh, we don't do that on this podcast. Uh, it's not ethical. Uh, focus on you and also don't ask for other people. Um I suppose you could ask, you could ask, can you please help such and such person? But again, don't ask for an outcome. You don't know what's good for them. And I'll give you an example. Very often when people experience illnesses, for example, one of the reasons they do is because they there's a lesson in it or there's a message in the illness that they have to uh, listen to. For example, maybe they need to brush up their lifestyles. And so if you were to pray for this to be removed, the lesson would be removed as well. So spiritually, it's actually not helpful to ask for lessons to be removed from people. Now, what the prayer can do if you don't ask for an outcome is that it can give them the courage to go through the challenge they're going through at the moment, if that makes any sense. And that's also, and I will be talking about healing, um, if not next week, very soon, uh, energy work generally. It's not ethical to ask for an outcome when you present healing energy to someone. Uh, because again, first, it's not you. And second, you don't know what's the best for that particular person. And that's also why healing and curing are two very different things. And someone can be perfectly healed and still die of an illness and um, and be complete. Okay. So when should you pray? I want to say whenever you want. Uh, there's no need to light a candle. There's no need for the ritual. Um, just do it as and when. You can do a prayer for things that have happened in the past or in the future or now. And I'm, I'm going to explain to you that that's linked to, to what I've learned through my Reiki training. We do learn in Reiki training that energy doesn't know space or time. So you can actually send Reiki energy in the past and in the future and in the distance. So you can actually do a proper, complete Reiki treatment on someone that's on the other side of the world, which I find very exciting. And I did experiment with it and I had some very interesting results. So keep an open mind around that. So you could very well pray about something that's happened in the past in the hope that maybe the impact that this past event had on the present or even the future might be mitigated or changed or whatever it is, okay? So the anecdote I wanted to share with you uh, about my own experience with prayer 
it's only one story, but I have tons. It's just I want to keep this podcast relatively short, so I don't want to share too many stories. But in 2009, after going back to France to visit my family, I came back feeling really, really horrible about my own body image. And I have struggled with my body image my entire life from very, very little no matter how much I try to convince myself that I should be happy with my body as it was, I was actually miserable after that, that trip. And so one night I was felt so bad. And, and of course I judged myself for feeling, feeling bad about it, not being able to be the bigger person uh, about caring the way I look, because I had been torn, taught as a child that it was vain to pay attention to the way you look. Uh, but I was just so miserable and I didn't want to take it on my children. I didn't want this to affect my relationship and people around me. So I actually prayed for one of the very first time in my life. And I just said, please, please help. And I cried myself to sleep. The next day, I had this irresistible impulse to go running. Okay. Now, let me give you a little bit of context to explain how extraordinary that impulse was. Because before that day, and for possibly the 20 years prior to that, I had hated running with a passion, okay? I was 44 when this happened to me. And before that, I wouldn't even run to catch a plane if I was late, which means most of the time I would just go super early so I would never have to run. Um, so the fact that I woke up with this desire, this impulse, and I actually went for a run the next day. I couldn't stop myself from going running. And I'm still running to this day. I run three times a week. And uh, 2009, I was going to calculate it. I didn't do it. So I'm going to say do it now as I talk to you. But um, to 2023 minus 2009, sorry, I can't count, 14 years. That was 14 years ago, and I still run. So this wasn't... Um, you know, a fancy, something that was passing. It was a true transformation about a belief that I held in my mind that running was not for me and that I would, and that I hated running. So prayer can also affect your thoughts. And I want you to understand that sometimes the miracle is in the way that you see something differently after you've prayed. OK, it's not necessarily that an angel is going to appear in front of you or that your ex is suddenly going to turn into this uh, adorable man who wants the best for you and who, you know, supports the divorce and makes it really easy for both of you. Um, I mean, that might happen anyway. This is not um, how it works. Sometimes it's you you are the one who's changed, okay? And I want to share another smaller episode that happened last week. I was worried about one of my children and I did pray and ask for help. And now what I do is I do it so quickly. Sometimes I even forget I ask for help because I see a problem, I don't see the solution and I just say in my mind silently, please help. Literally three hours later, the perfect mentor showed up on my doorstep to help my son with the problem that I was worried about. So this is how powerful prayer can be. Anecdotal, yeah, this is not scientific proof, but it's still pretty good when it happens. So how does it work? And I think my training as a Reiki master really helps. Um, I want you to understand that on an energetic level, we are connected to everybody that we know with strands of energy, okay? And then, of course, everybody that we know is equally connected to everybody that they know. 
And so that's how the whole world is connected. Think of it as a sort of energetic internet, okay? So because of that, and, and prayers or thoughts are like little, um, you could say maybe little cars that you send down these little roads that connect everyone. They're like little or little dots or messages or um, envelopes with these messages. And so when you send out a prayer to the universe, it's going to go to your entire community. They might not be aware of it because it writes the energy at an energetic level. And most people are not aware of the energetic level. Um, but it's like doing a, a Google search. Uh, and you will be receiving some help in this way because what will happen is the intelligence of this web, this en energy intelligence, is going to find the help and send it to you. Now, I know that still doesn't explain all of it. There's still a lot of mystery, but hopefully with next week's episode or the one that I'm going to do about energy, you'll understand even more how this is possible. And I want to share another anecdote that happened to me at a time when I was feeling really, really low. And whenever I went to my local supermarket, I don't know if you use that self-scan, um, um, the stations, um, there was something that went wrong with the machine almost every time I went for two weeks. And so the message I kept receiving was help is on its way, because if the machine doesn't work, usually you can ask for a human to come and help you. So it kept on saying help is on its way. And then the next day or ne next time I went to, the, to the, the supermarket, the same thing happened. And I got really frustrated until the message landed that the big U was using the till I was using the technology to tell me that help was on its way. And then I just burst out laughing. And actually, interestingly enough, the till started working again after that. I didn't have any of these problems anymore once I got the message. So that's also a way that the big U can speak to you and, and send you the message, you know, help is on its way. Um, so I also want to say that not every prayer is useful. I've insisted before, don't ask for an outcome. But I also, I want you to understand that if you pray when you're particularly anxious or worried, you will send that energy out on the web. And that doesn't have as good an effect because in a way you could be asking for what you don't want through your worrying. So try, if you're going to pray, to get into a space where you feel better about things or at least imagine that whatever you're sending out to the universe is outside of your anxiety and your worry, that it's it's a more pure energy, almost like a, a little bubble of light that you send out, okay? Um, I think that's about it. Uh, I did mention my Sacred Heart Prayer group on Facebook. Feel free to ask to join. Uh, there are a couple of questions um, to be able to, accept, to be accepted. One of them is, are you willing to leave your religious beliefs at the door? Because it is a non-religious prayer group, and I don't want people to feel uncomfortable once people start. You know, there's a couple of people, for example, in the past that had said, uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, whatever, we don't want that. We need to keep Keep it really, really simple. And sacred heart for me is not a religious term. So if you have people that you'd like to ask prayer for, that you'd like to place in the sacred heart, you can join our group. You're more than welcome to do that. And um, 
And and what we do is once someone has posted something without explaining the situation, without asking for an outcome, then all we do is put a heart in the comments. And then the more people see it, the more the hearts are accumulated. We put people, we put countries, we put conflicts, we put all sorts of things into the sacred heart to ask for help. And it's free. So I hope we'll see you there. And in the meantime, um, experiment with prayer and let me know how you get on. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the, the True Spirituality with Ange podcast. I want you, before you go, if I could ask you to be kind enough to rate the podcast and write a review so that more people get to know about the podcast. Please also, if possible, share the episodes with people you think might be interested in listening to them, especially if you've liked them a lot. And um, understand that I'm also available to come and do um, expert talks um, to your communities, your memberships on either intuition in business, spirituality in business, mindset, um, energy, prosperity, and intuition. Thank you so much for listening.